everyone, I'm Kendria. I need you to go like, follow, and subscribe. Soul Productions. What's up, everyone? It's your host, Chris Holmes. And, of course, it's going to be the third podcast. I'm starting off with Street Topics, different from the other ones. And today I have my lovely special guest by the name of... Miss Amber Fannin. Hey, put the missus on it. It's on. I mean, it? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So as before we dive into the topic at hand, uh, tell the audience quickly a little bit about yourself so they can see who's about to break the mic. Oh, Lord. Hi, I'm Amber Fannin. I am a local activist here in Houston, Texas. I actually ran for office the last election cycle, but I will be running again. Tune in for when. <laughs> but um, outside of that, I love politics. I love giving back to my community, and I love helping out the next man or woman. So if you need any help with your business or anything, let me know. I like to plug things in for people. So that part. <laughs> And trust me, from personal experience, she is well-spoken, and she will let you. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to hit on this topic that I feel like that's been going on for years. Uh, let's hit on the double standards in America today. Ooh, it's going to be a heavy. But, you know, this was all about handling the elephant in the room. It's midget. So what is... Um, Let's say the top three when it comes to double standards that come in your mind. Go. And then we're going to go deeper into it. Uh, I would say top three will be um, embracing sexuality or sexualness. Okay. One. Um, professionalism. Okay. And then the thin line between assertive and angry. Nice. I think those three are my top three. Cool, cool. I feel like I'm gonna pull out my notepad for this one. So, let me look, I got mine ready to go. It's, hey, it's look, I, mine was just arms reach, so I had to grab it real quick with this long, long, you know. So let's let's go ahead and start with. Uh, I think it's gonna be a fun kind of like getting people into it. The um, professionalism, of course, when it, we know when it comes to professionalism, especially image is the first thing that most people see, or yeah. also the way that you. Um, let's say, approach certain things or carry yourself. So when it comes to, of course, the first impression of seeing someone, what is the double standards that come like from the dress code and things like that? Go. Men don't have to try as hard <sighs> when it comes to dressing. It does, you, you really don't. Now granted, uh, I will say the double standard in pricing and clothing, because men do pay a lot more in clothes than women do. We can go to the mall and find a $10 outfit and it looks spectacular. But you know, most men can't do that. So I would say for professionalism, hmm, dressing in professional light, it's it's really a double standard. Like women have to do so much to be considered professional when it comes to our clothing. Like, oh, it can't be too much of a plunge of a neckline. If you're a fuller chested individual, if you have some hips, 
You know, you can't wear the, you know, the bondage dresses, the spandex because it looks provocative. So you I know, well, that real quick is, and that's a very good point, but I want to add on value to that real quick to give you more fuel is because it's funny how you said that and then professionalism like, oh, you got to be more conservative. But when you look at the actual market, they advertise right. it heavily. So go ahead. That's, and that's the gag. I cannot stand that. But, you know, that's the double standard. Uh, I think also when it comes to leadership roles in professional world, men are normally the ones in leadership roles, whereas they always have, like, like the v, like the president of a company may be a male, but the vice president will probably be female. It's always that underlining of a female backing that man, but she never really gets the for, the forefront. It's, like, very rare that she's like, I'm the, I'm the president, not the VP. My VP is male. You know yep. what I'm saying? Like, so, you don't I, get the support system the same way. And I and I understand that. That reminds me, it's like the glass. I think you have both glass ceiling and glass walls when it comes yeah. down to like different career paths. Right, right. I think it sucks that women have to do ten times the work and get less recognition for it, where a man does half the work and gets the, you know, job well done, pats on the back, let's go for drinks. You feel me? Like it's it's a little. <laughs> It's a, it, yeah, it's a, it's a little frustrating, lack of better words. Like in my situation, I have a, a superior manager who doesn't have a degree and he makes more than I do. And I have three degrees. So it's just kind of like, and it, we've been with the system the same amount of time. Maybe he's a year more than I am in this, in, in my job. Amazing, um, of course things that show that you can perform a lot better. Which is a, right. <laughs> and so it's just kind of like, how is he manager? Like, how is this working? But, you know, the bare minimum for him is spectacular versus what I'm doing. What? Because I feel like my assistant manager should be manager and it's female. She, she's the bomb.com and she does her <laughs> job from the get-go and he's kind of like, la-di-da-di-da. Oh, that's so much of a headache. It's kind of like a little side story. Kind of reminds me, like my first job at McDonald's, when you had a person in a manager position, and you were like, "How the heck? Like, uh, who? Like, how did you get like, this? this? <laughs> like, I was just training you. Like, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, player. Like, how? <laughs> Make it makes it. But yeah, that's pretty much for the professional aspect of it. There's a lot more, but I would rather not get on my soapbox about it because this podcast will probably easily be three hours off of that topic alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we you have time. So if you want to go a little bit deeper, just a little bit, and then I'll switch it, like kind of turn a little curve a little bit. We can, because I feel like there's a lot more in there because the audience needs to hear because this is topics that there's an elephant in the room and it needs to be heard. So yeah. Go freely. I think Sex in the City kind of like touched on it with Miranda, which is actually one of my favorite characters from the show, Sex in the City. Yeah. She kind of reminds me of me. I'm like a hardworking go-getter, like workaholic. It's really bad. But I have the ambition. I have the, um, I'm in sort of like a male. I have a lot of male energy, like Miranda did. And she was in a law firm full of men. She was the only woman on in this law firm that actually was an active attorney. And her boss was just like, not giving sis any play like she had the highest win rate in her law firm you know she had more clients than anybody that was there in the firm and he would ignore her ideas but take the same idea from a man you know what i'm saying and it was a problem with that he would she would literally be like giving a suggestion and he would do a what were you saying rick 
And I'm like, oh. <laughs> you had to go on the camera. And you're like, wait a minute. Like, hold on, sis. Tap, tap, tap. This ain't it. Like, no. I would have humbly grabbed my binders and be like, I'll see you guys when I deliver my two weeks notice. Thank you. Because <laughs> you have people in the workforce that do that. Oh, she being dramatic. That's not even that serious. She's, you know how women are. They're emotional. Mm -hmm. You know, like that, they play off of that. Oh, you know, it's not, she's being sensitive. Okay. So oh, it was just a joke. It's, it's not harmful. It was just a joke. So I know, I'm going to add one little, but I'm about to turn because I know this is going to really ignite the flame. I'm about to probably do part two with you later on. <laughs> but, um, and this is me being completely transparent. I know you probably hear this a lot of times when it comes to different positions. They say, and I hate to say it myself because I don't even like how it comes off of my mouth is like, I don't want to put her in that position because I feel like she may make more of the emotional decision. And I know for a lot of women that's like, what the, heck? okay, I'll be blunt. What the fuck does that mean? What do you mean by that? <laughs> I need you to elaborate on that comment before we go any further. You good? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so scared me off camera. I'm sorry. I was like, you good, you good? Hey, that's what like street talk. It's straight raw. <laughs> like, look, you know, spirits can you calm down for a second. We got company. You know, they saying go, girl. <laughs> I guess that's what that was. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, I think that's the hugest issue for me as well, as far as especially when a woman is speaking in a professional environment. Especially if the female is actually the, the authoritarian, she's always viewed as, oh, she's a bitch. She's a hard ass. Like, you know, mm -hmm. if it was a man who said it, oh, he's assertive. He means what he says. He stands by his word. If I said, oh my gosh, she's so rude. Oh my gosh, she's so mean. She's aggressive. Like, oh, she's such an angry black woman. Like, Okay, so since we're on to that now, we kind of like dive into another topic that we uh, we kind of set the stage for, go a little bit further into that because it is uh, interesting. Let's say if I act a certain way, it's uh, received differently than it would from somebody else. So go a little bit further. Uh, I just think that's, uh, I think it's a race thing as well. Because think about it, when you hear I'm a strong woman it's always i'm a strong black woman we're like, yeah. defined by our strength because we can take so much mm. and like society has been groomed to take that like okay we can do whatever we want with this individual with her because by nature she can handle it you know what i'm saying like by nature she's able to take that on that pain and that burden and, and still be successful and people lean on that crutch and i think that's because you have some black women who don't stand up to that criteria. You know, you some you have and, an alpha alpha female, you have a beta female sometimes. And I'm glad you brought that, that up because it forces an individual to be thrown into a box, which they can right. be completely not, not that person at all. But because right. somebody says, okay, I know you're unique in your own kind of way, but I yeah. can fit more in this box. Like, what the hell you mean you don't put me in this kind of damn box? Exactly. <laughs> me. That's so sad. It's sad. It's sad that we have to put people in boxes and have labels to be, you know, successful in life. But the, the one label that I think across the board, black women, black women as a whole can't stick, you know, shake is the strong black woman mentality. And that's 
to me, that's toxic. Even for like black men, like the strong black man uh, complex, I think that's toxic as well. Because you have some men who can't do some of those things. Some men can't rise to those occasions and, you know, I'm here. I'm manly man, man, man. Let them be attuned to it. Like I think that's a stigma for both ends, and that's a double-edged sword for everybody. I think our race as a whole is stigma to strength. Like we're strong, we can handle it. Like regardless of the fact of what's going on, we got it. And that's not always the case. We are human at the end of the day. We have a, a breaking point mentally, emotionally, and physically that we have to acknowledge. And that falls into the double standard for both men and women in our community. And I, I think, think that it's a, it sucks. Yeah, it does. And I think that applies to so many different things as well. But what I'm trying to see how to put this is not only does it put someone in a box, but it's like, oh, man, how could, it's like it's indirectly programming you to be a certain way or a person that you're not even really are just to be accepted, to be like considered as right or wrong. Kind of like a, right. in, like a, in a professional um, world where, you know, I know you want to do this, this certain way, but to be professional, you have to do it this way. Does that make sense? So same thing, yeah. label it as a strong black man or a strong black woman. All right. So when, I feel like as soon as you attach the word, um, let's see. Are you still there? To see a video. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know how was T-Mobile can get. <laughs> I had to hook up the Wi-Fi to make sure nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I'm saying is, like, I think as soon as you say or attach black man, black woman, it kind of forces a person into a box already. Yeah. Not them just being, you know, just like Chris or just Amber, you know, just be right. yourself. Right. And sometimes even with, and I will say with women, I wouldn't say with men and especially black women, when people confuse passion for aggression and it's not the same thing, like I'm a passionate individual, as you can tell. I'm, anything that I'm speaking about that means something to me, I, I, I breathe life into my words. I tell people this all the time. It's not me being aggressive. It's me being passionate about what I'm speaking about. Now there's a difference between passion and aggression when it comes to me, it's a complete day and night for me. You will know when I'm upset. You will know when I'm being passionate. There's a difference. But nevertheless, every female that I know that is a passionate individual whenever she speaks or she has this no prisoners mentality, either you gonna step up correctly or step the fuck off mentality like how I have, if you're viewed as being aggressive. And sometimes it's, if I was a guy, it wouldn't be that. He'll be like, Oh, and he's that nigga that you don't play that game with. Like, okay, let's, you take let's, care of you know, Don't you have some moments where you'd be like, if I only was a guy for this brief moment, I would definitely show you something real quick. I I definitely had my love and basketball moments where if I was a guy, they wouldn't tell me to be so nice and a lady. Be nice and wear a dress, sit like this, talk like this. I lived that. So... I was a tomboy pageant girl. Trust me, it was a struggle. I, I went through the whole... <laughs> the battle. <laughs> and that's where the double standards came from. Like, oh my God, she's so pretty, but she's so aggressive. It's like, why do I have to be viewed aggressive? Why can't I be passionate like my male counterpart? Awesome, awesome. So all great values. 
Well, great discussion. Like, we can go on for days, segments, and all that much more. She's like, mm, you just don't know. <laughs> so um, I want to hit on the other one, too. I think it was like uh, sexual liberation. Is it right? Sexualness? I don't know how to even put it. Like, I'm weird with that one. I don't even know what okay, let's, let's make it is. Let's, let's, make it, let's, let's make it simple. Sex. Sex. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Trying to use. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because right, the cool, double standard cool. when it comes to sex is disgusting. Like... <sighs> you got the mic. I'll, 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 I don't even want to use the WAP situation because everybody's been talking about it. But it's I trendy. mean, since, since it's trending, I think that would be... Yeah, no. We're gonna go there. Okay, we'll go there. We can uh, we can use it a little bit, but at the same time, still use your own like a uh, viewpoint when it comes down to it. I I definitely think when it comes. Well, I don't definitely think. I know for a fact that there's a double standard <laughs> when it comes to sex. <laughs> you had a case. You had a case. Like, like, I was having this conversation with another guy, and he was like, "If you had a shirt on with no bra on, and I could just see your nipples through your shirt, do you honestly think I'm paying attention to your conversation?" And I looked at him and I was like, dude, if you had a shirt on that was white and it was wet and your nipples was poking through the shirt, I wouldn't be staring at your pecs, dude. I'll be looking in your eye talking to you like a man because you're a man at the end of the day. Like my body as a female, what people fail to realize, women's body is objectified. It's not even like it's overly sexualized. It's objectified. It's used as a sexual object versus it being human body flesh in a, like for what it is. And it doesn't make any sense. Like in society, you it's not complete nudity of the female top if you didn't see new, uh, see nipple, right? Why isn't that the same stigma for a man? Like if a man running down Westheimer, working out, shirtless, I'm not going to look look at the nips on that guy. Like what? That <laughs> guy. <laughs> look at the pecs on that one. Like what? Like who does that? We don't do that. Um, granted, you might have some women that that's their that's thing. I mean, not knocking you ladies, but we're we're not the ones doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like if I have on booty shorts with a little cheek falling out and I have some cleavage, that doesn't mean I'm inviting you to have sex. That's like the thought fit for men. If you're going to the store in gray sweatpants with no drawers and a, a white shirt and some slides looking like a thought, like you see where I'm going with this? Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like as soon as like, I, if I walk in and blah, all right, no, look, I mean, I don't help you out the condoms over there. Your birth control, and I don't know what you're about to do. So, I'm yeah. <laughs> you're looking like a slut, okay? I guarantee you, every woman that's listening to this is going to be like, Yep, my man cannot leave this house without no drawers on and basketball shorts or gray sweatpants because you look like a th It's the same thing with us. Like, the post that keeps going around, would you let your girl go out with this on? What? Let her go out? <laughs> Let's. Let. You got me with the let. Let's start there. Like, what do you mean let? But it, it kills me. Like, men would say, oh, you need to be submissive, and you need to be um, a, a mystery, and you need to be modest, and you need to be poised and ladylike. Then turn around and like, I want her to be tearfully written in the face by gagging on my dick and balls. Like, how do we find a video? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's so cold. Like, I want you to be I definitely was expecting the back of my throat. Like what? <laughs> the poetry in that, even though it was wrong. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like how? How do you go from I want this elegant flower to I want a freak? God damn it! Like how do you go from that? And then do you expect the woman to just 
have this in her repertoire. Oh, you want Nicki Minaj? Let me change the wig real quick. Like, what? <laughs> no. Like, pick a lane and stay in it, okay? If you want your woman to be... Let women be into their sexualness, okay? Because all this shit that men be talking about in the rap songs, like, oh, I want a freak every day of the week. You know, we have to learn these freak tactics somehow, you know? And it's not like God just imprints this in our brain, like, freak nasty. And, and you know what? That is very sorry. <laughs> This is interesting overall because, like, the music and all that, I want to freaking all that much more. It can go same vice versa for the guys. You know, let's be completely honest. You know, you have women out there that want a man that's like super well, good, and bad, and things like that. And let's say you have a perfectly nice guy that would love to do that, but he has completely no experience. How's he gonna learn? Uh, if you have a mature woman in, in your life, she's willing to teach you. You know, that's where it comes into that freak nasty mentality, right? But you can't get that if you got the modest bitches talking about, oh, no, no. Oh, got the tear. The one tear, like, no, I'm modest. And, and, and granted, I'm not knocking the women that are modest, okay? I'm, I can be very conservative when it comes to sex, just like most women are. However, when like I said this earlier to someone else, when it comes to education, I can be as raw as Nicki Minaj, Lil' Kim, and all of them. You feel me? But that's for knowledge aspect. Some women, they live in their sexiness. Bravo to them. I wish I could put on a, a, a leotard, fishnets, and some thigh-high boots and go to the store. You will become the internet hot topic real quick. <laughs> like, did you just Lord, see The guys going to be like, wait a minute. They're going to be like, hey, bro, what, man? I didn't, did I just? Nah. It's gonna be that, bro, bro. <laughs> FaceTime live, like Facebook live, world star. But I, I just think it sucks that women cannot live in our sexualness while men can sling their dick like it's going out of style and they get no recognition for it. Like they get no, nobody bought the eyelash about a man talking about, oh, I didn't fuck eight bitches a day. You know what? That's Let a female do that. We hey. have, we're, we're hoes. And hey, there's nothing new under the sun. And that's crazy because it's just a very double-edged sword because, like, of course, if I get a lot of women, oh, you pra I'm praised. But as for you, it's slipped around. But let's be honest. I mean, street topics, women like to have fun, too, especially when they're, like, <laughs> I mean, Everybody. I would like, I'm mad at her for fucking eight niggas in a day. I mean, technically, women, we have an ultimate number of times we can orgasm in a session. So... If you didn't cut it, somebody else had to cut it. If he didn't cut it, somebody else had to. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I need to get mine too. Y'all are getting yours. It's not my fault. You can only go one round and then have to reboot. It's not my fault. That's hey, a double-edged sword. Hey, it is what it is. But here's something that's gonna really heavy, like tie all this, especially this topic right here. And when it comes down to sex, is oh my goodness, it's, it's a Sunday too. Religion. I don't. God think knows our heart. <laughs> But you, you, there's, there's way too many people out there that it, it, I'm not gonna lie, it irks me. People are like, I don't think that's a, such of a Christian woman or a Christian man, a holy and yada yada much more. And, I, and let me go ahead and say this right now: I respect everybody's right to practice whatever that they want to. But at the Absolutely. end of the day. Do not shove it down my throat. That's when we have a problem. Or, better yet, 
Use your perspective. And here's where a lot of people get mixed up. They use their perspective or how their upbringing brought them up to decide if a person's right or wrong. Who made you the ultimate judgment uh, <laughs> judge to decide that person's right or wrong when you all have your own flaws? Just like I'm gonna agree. Agree, right? Mm. That's some holier than I. I'm sorry. We could have a whole another segment about holier than thou individuals, because baby, I. <laughs> yeah, you were feeling it yourself. You like baby. <laughs> My spirit said, "Girl, don't go there. Not today, sis. Sips tea. We gonna do that another day, but." They no, were doing I, I, they're not ready. <laughs> I mean, for me, it, uh, the double standard can go so far as sexuality, where it's gay, straight. Uh, but I'm going to tap on that just a little bit. It kills me because it happens on my timeline a lot, but it kills me the, the reformed hoes. You know, the pick me. Oh, the pick me. The reformed hoes turn into the pick me's. And they say whatever, they agree with whatever man have to say about whatever women are doing wrong. Like, I need a female that could cook, clean, keep a pussy clean, and tight, and have five kids, and have a degree, while they don't have shit to offer at all. And you got the, the pygmies in the corner, and like, I got all that, and then some. Charles Mike. <laughs> Girl, like, I have someone, one of my followers, and I'm gonna speak on it, because I'm not gonna say her name, Lord Jesus, that I grew up with. You know, it's, it's the worst ones when you grow up with them. Ooh, and man. she's like all in up in her panties all up in a bundle because of whack. And I'm like, and she's like, this is so disgusting. This is degrading to women. Like, how can you talk about fucking your husband or having sex with your husband so publicly when it's supposed to be private? And I'm just like, but ain't you a swinger, though? Ooh. Like, let's even go further. Like, weren't you the same one giving, like, giving head in church? But you want to talk about how WAP is, like, degrading? Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna, this is what's going to go through her head. Well, I was saved on Sunday. Okay. But I guarantee you within the next five hours, you're going to probably go back to what you were trying to do. Just stop going to church. Stop playing with God like that. I'm gonna end it like that's all I'm gonna say about that one. But yeah, this is the ones that's like the reformed hoes and the pick me's that kill me with the double standards is because like men and and I and I'm not gonna say that we don't have pick me men either. Pick me is gender fluid. Okay, it can go men, female, cat, dog, guinea pig, whatever. It the pick me's are real and they they add fuel to the double standard. Like again. Stop teaching men, young men, stop teaching boys to go out here and fucking anything with legs and then teaching girls to keep their legs closed and have sex until they're married. Not to have sex until they're married. And like, then you wonder why the girl is like, oh my goodness. And, then, and you know what? That's a lot of times, I'm just going to be completely honest, where you have the holy, ooh, I'm, 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 I know I'm running some, some shoulders of some Christian folk. That's why a lot of times you have the holy... Young girl that hadn't done anything, but by the time she hits college and has freedom, whoa. I wouldn't wow. even give it to college. I mean, I grew up and seen these girls while out in the middle of high school. Because they didn't and have these no... Are PKs. These are preacher's kids. You feel me? Like, or the holy, holier-than-thou Bible thing. I'll never do anything wrong in elementary school and middle school. Got to high school and was turned out, okay? Before oh, she even way. got... To college and now I think she's actually 
I don't even want to put her business out there, but she's actually a really famous stripper now. So like, sis got recognition. Like she, sis gets paid. Okay, I give her that. Hey, let's kudos for that. Let's end up, end up off with it because this whole thing is entertaining about you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but it's it's like it's the topics that people don't want to address. But heck, I'm bringing it out. Um, you have now women. You know how society wants to degrade the strippers, but they're getting highly paid for what men want and fantasize about. Hit it. <laughs> there goes that double standard because I don't think male dancers get as much as women dancers do. And there's a double standard within that. But at the same time, we were talking about, me and a couple of people were talking about this not too long ago about the double standard when it comes to sex work. Because I'm going to be honest, strippers, prostitutes, you know, masseuse, uh, that's sex work. And I don't care what anybody, that's a job, okay? That's a freaking fans job. Fan, um, fans only, only fans, whatever the heck that paid, that's a job. Like putting content on Pornhub and all that, that, that's a job. And coming from the, you know, BDSM community, that's a job. That's, that's a job. That You can get hired and fired. It's a job. So I need people to give that type of respect. So that way society will not be so judgmental when it comes to, to strippers as a whole. Like it's a Sunday ritual in this house. We watch Players Club every Sunday. It will be put on after this little interview. But uh, Players Club, let's talk about Players Club. People down like the scene with Diamond when she was in line getting her cap and gown. They degraded the shit out of her because she did what she had to do to get a to get through school. She and there's a lot of dancers who are like that that, you know. Hey, I'm just trying to make ends meet. This is hey, the easiest. And, and I'm not gonna lie, like you know, as I travel about, I have met a stripper who exited out there, but was going to college, and yeah. she got herself set. She was done. She had to do what she had to do. That yeah. can also be flipped around on. And I'm being completely transparent because you got the street topics. What about the guys? Hey, look, there is women. Look, hold on, let me, let me get up to the camera real quick because people are gonna be like, oh, there's no way. No, 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 no. There is women out there that do pay guys for sex too. They do. They do. They're actually more frequent. Well, I mean, they don't get broadcasted like exactly. men do, but that it again, that's almost like the double standard when it comes to uh a domestic violence, men and female. Like they will say, Oh, it doesn't happen as much as men because it's not reported. I mean, like how many people do you know is gonna go to a police station and report they woman beating the dog shit out of them? Yeah, and, I'm and somebody take it seriously. They're gonna be like, "Bro, you say what now?" <laughs> they gonna have exactly. my ass gonna be like, she did, she did what? <laughs> You'll be like, "Bro, That's come on." Double standard. Yeah, it's a, it's a she double standard, but at the same time, it it happens, right? Like, gigolos and like the American gigolo. Did we just have a movie? Not just, but it's a movie about that. Like. The male gigolo, deuce bigolo, male gigolo. That's a real thing. Like you have men who are out here who are escorts and like partners, selective partners and stuff like that, but they don't get any ridicule. Like I know for a fact there was a guy that was getting talked about really badly because he had a OnlyFans page and he was making bank, okay? Like he was making 9,000 a week. You Damn. feel me? Yeah, 9,000 a week in content that homie was making bank. And so men was like talking shit about it, and no, like, that, yeah, I have gay content. Like I have gay customers, like people who are gay men, but it's not me interacting with them. They just pay for my videos. Like it's not like I I'm a video girl and I click on it and I do like a live thing. He was like, it's already pre-recorded content. They pay for it. They see it. I get paid for it. And he got dog for it. Oh nigga, you gay and 
y'all just mad because <laughs> <laughs> what I really want to say is the main reason <laughs> no, say, look it's three topics look this is meant to be wrong say what the heck you want. I feel like the men who are having such an issue with this man and his OnlyFans page just mad because they dick don't touch their belly button when it's hard so I just feel like they just upset <laughs> like, I just I, why are y'all mad about what this man does with it? and why are other and why are other men policing other people's bodies? I don't really see women doing this as much with women, unless it's the pick me. But I'm tired of the, the bashing of women in their bodies, like being in tune with them and men being in tune with their bodies and not getting any type of ridicule, unless it's feminine and it's deemed gay. Like if a man gets some wax and pour it on his chest, nigga, that's gay. Or, like, this is what I start doing now. Like, um, for the longest, I have a lot of guys that be like, oh, I'm not going to get the regular, um, the mani-pani. not talking about putting colors and stuff on yourself. Just to take care of your hand and body. You know, some, oh, that's gay. So, taking care of myself and doing regular hygiene. <laughs> you, you, you're hot. Well, it comes with the circulation to your, free, your feet. Thank you very much. And you better hope you don't become a diabetic because they're going to make you get pedicures. And that's the only reason why I know that, because my mom's diabetic. And they were like, yeah, you got to stick up with your pedicures and stuff, because it helps with circulation to your feet and all that stuff. And, you know, that's the first limb that's ready to go when you're a diabetic. So get your feet done, man. And and, and honestly, we don't want you clawing up our sheets, dude. Get them done, dog. Get them done. It's not gay. Just do it. Like, And even if you get your eyebrows done, do that shit, okay? We like grooming, manscape. Besides down there, everywhere. Manscaped. It's cool. It's all right. We don't think you're gay. It's not a female thing to not want to have a wild kingdom on your body. It's just... And if you in Texas, it's hot as fuck anyway. Cut that shit never... out. On that, I think we have enough valuable and entertainment to go on for days. <laughs> if this thing goes... I can see... I can see if this thing really caught on it, the memes is gonna go for <laughs> like, <laughs> like hold on. she said what? He said what? I'm just saying. He said be wrong, so this is it. I don't know. Hey, that's look, people. Person to do this. <laughs> that's what people want to hear. They don't want to hear the oh, you know, no, 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 no. Tell me the real shit. <laughs> Straight yeah, up. Yeah, nah. I, I give you a little bit of both. I give you a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit more. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. So we're going to wrap this up for the first, well, I'm not going to say first, bringing back up street topics, going to put all these different platforms and make the voice of the people be heard. It's your host, Chris Holmes, and I have my lovely guest by the name of Amber Fannin. Some awesome. Make sure you subscribe, share, comment, and keep the voice alive because street topics, your voice does matter. Peace. <laughs>